Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh no, you're walking? You shit your pants while walking next to your boyfriend? Just for reference, magnesium citrate is what they commonly give to people the day before a colonoscopy. I really wish I knew this at the time. Oh, God. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Lise. Happy Wednesday. Are you ready to chuckle like really chuckle. This is the, I think, second version or maybe third, third episode or second episode. I don't remember. I need to go look. Um, anyway, it's the embarrassing story episode, AKA let's all cringe together. Um, coming back again. This was one of the most highly requested episodes and for good reason, because who doesn't want to laugh? You know, laughter is the best medicine <laughs> and it just feels so good to laugh and it feels good to laugh at other people's embarrassing stories <laughs> because I mean, we've all been there and uh, sometimes, sometimes life just gives you embarrassing moments. And so you guys sent in your most embarrassing moments. Honestly, I was expecting worse. You guys kind of held back, but it also was a little bit faster of a turnaround time. So probably could have gotten more, um, more really, really embarrassing submissions if there was more time, but that's okay. Um, and I already told my most embarrassing moment. I really only have one that is burned in my brain forever in the first episode. So go listen to that. It is the seventh grade fart is what I like to call it. The seventh grade fart. Um, so yeah, go listen to me if you want to cringe. God, even just thinking about it, I'm like, makes me want to vomit. Um, yeah, so that's this episode. I feel like I thought I was going to have some more juicy submissions, so I guess I'll just, I don't know, I'll just get into it, and then if there's any time at the end, I'll just talk about life. So let's get into it. Embarrassing stories. Get ready to cringe. Hold on to your hats and your, hold on, just hold on to everything. <laughs> Okay, so this is from someone I know, but I'm not going to say her name, but oh my God, it's so funny. So, um, so here's a story. So last year, my roommate was a friend from high school and one night I got drunk and then went to bed early because I had work the next day. Apparently at about 2 a.m. when he was going to bed, he hears me get up and smash into his dresser. He gets up to turn the light off only to see me taking my shirt off. So he's like, what the fuck? And turns the light back off and is like, what are you doing? And I don't respond, but then he hears me start to pee. <laughs> so he yells at me, but doesn't know what to do. So he just stays in bed and I respond by saying, fuck off, I'm drunk and get back in bed and fall asleep. I wake up the next morning, deadly hungover and go to work. 
Later, he shows up with some of our housemates and they're all like, do you know what you did last night? And I had no idea, but they wouldn't tell me until I got home from work. So basically, I peed in his drawer all over his clothes. (laughs) Mortifying, but also hilarious. (laughs) Oh my God. So like in your drunk mind, you thought that was the toilet or something? Like you like pull out the drawer and just fucking piss on it. Oh my God. That's so funny. That'd be, if there was like a video of that, That would just be the funniest, funniest thing ever because you're just so drunk, just completely out of it. Oh, my God. That's a good one. That's (laughs) can't say I've ever done that. But hey, you know, there's still time. That is good thing. You guys are good friends because that would be like imagine if you have a new roommate and you just like that would just be so confusing. Like, who is this person? Why are they peeing in my drawer? (laughs) Ah, God, that's funny. Um, Okay. This one's just kind of wholesome. It's like, I'm sure it was really embarrassing at the time, but it's just mostly wholesome and kind of cute. So here we go. Hi, Heaney. These are my favorite episodes, so I thought this time I would send in a submission. I'll get right to it. When I was younger, my aunt and uncle got engaged. They didn't know where they wanted to have their wedding, and they didn't want to spend a lot of money. So my mom offered our backyard to host a wedding. We live in the suburbs, so we had a big backyard, and my mom was a professional gardener, so our garden looked amazing. They decided to have the wedding in our backyard, and I was a flower girl. Our backyard had a pool as well, and for the wedding, we took the fence off so there would be more space and it would look nicer. The wedding was so fun, and I was showing my dress off to everyone. Later in the night, I'm wondering how old she is also, she didn't say. Later in the night, after dinner, people started dancing. I was a dancer at the time, so of course I joined in. I danced a little bit here and there, but at one point, all the adults took a break, and it was just me on the floor. I guess I was really feeling the music, because I... I was twirling around in my flower gold dress and I closed my eyes. The music was loud and it was dark outside. I'd been twirling around and and around, loving the swooshing sound of my dress. And before I knew it, there was no ground underneath me and I was wet. I had twirled right into the pool and everyone was watching. Everyone started screaming and asking, oh no, can she swim? Can she swim? I raced out of the pool and ran up to my room crying from embarrassment and because I'd ruined my dress. Now at family reunions, I'm referred to as the girl who twirled into the pool. Um, oh my gosh. That's so wholesome. Like, damn, that must have been scary, though. You're just feeling the music, and all of a sudden, you're in the pool, and you're pretty dressed. I really wonder how old um, she was, like, 13. <laughs> no, just kidding. That's so, like, that's so cute, though. I'm just picturing this little girl, like, really feeling the music in her pretty um, flower girl dress, just twirling around, and then next thing you know, she's in the pool. Oh. Next one. A lot of them are about peeing, so, but that that is, you know... The, the most embarrassing things I feel like are the bodily functions because it just, sometimes you can't control them. You just can't. Hi, Heen. I love your podcast so much and listen every week. Thank you. You make Wednesdays a freaking highlight. When I, when I saw you wanted embarrassing stories, I was like, yeah, I need to share. LOL. So when I was 20 years old, my friend and I went to the mall on Canada Day. Ooh, Canada Day. I don't really even know what Canada Day is. Like the day Canada got independence, maybe. Let me look it up. Canada Day is a national day of Canada, a federal statutory holiday. It celebrates the anniversary of Canadian Confederation, which occurred on July 1st, 1867, with the passing of the Constitution Act. Lovely. So, sounds like a a party. Um, Okay, back to the story. We were at Urban Outfitters, and I had to pee. But But I didn't want to go and find one, so I just decided to hold it. After a while, it went away, and I went to the changing room to go try on something. Then all of a sudden, the urge came back, and, well, she couldn't be stopped. 
I quickly got changed and there was a couch right outside of the changing room and I sat down and turned to my friend and gave her a pure look of fear as I peed my pants and it wasn't just a short pee, it was a big girl. <laughs> she kept coming while I sat on the couches in Urban Outfitters, longest minute of my life. Oh my God. I would die. Just literally knock me out, take me out right then and there. Oh my God. Oh my God. When I finally finished, my friend had the brilliant idea to tell the worker that I spilled my drink on the floor. <laughs> so then the girl proceeded to clean it up with tissues with her hands. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh my God. Retail staff are not paid. They're not paid nearly enough. Oh <laughs> I wonder if she knew, like, did she have an inkling? Like it. Did it smell? I mean, I'm just, I have so many questions. Oh God. I sat there as a stranger clear, cleaned up my pee with her hands. The poor freaking girl. Ignorance is truly bliss. Y'all is all I can say. Then we left with me wearing my soaking wet jean shorts, trying to cover my butt with my t-shirt. Just imagine wearing wet jeans, not comfy. Sorry, this is long, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the story of me peeing my pants in a mall at the age of 20. Cause I sure didn't in the moment. LOL. Oh, God. Also, P.S., I love what your podcast is becoming. It's been an amazing learning platform for me as I start my own spiritual journey. Love ya. Yay. God, that's 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 bad. That's like, that'll go down. That'll go down in history for you forever. You'll, you'll never forget that. The fact that the worker cleaned it up, I think, is the worst. That's the worst part of that story. Like, she had no idea. Or did she? I don't know. Well, well. Ooh, God. Yeah. Retail workers, man, don't get paid enough. And like restaurant workers. I remember when I worked at a coffee shop in high school, this one nice man, co-worker, always ended up cleaning the bathroom when someone went a little crazy in there. Like one time there was like shit smeared all over and he cleaned it up. I'm like, God bless you, sir. God bless you. Uh, yeah. Whoa. That's rough. Okay. Hey, I'm just going to jump right into it. Haha. Ha. When I was in, also, is it weird that I read haha as haha? Because sometimes I feel like that's kind of weird. I'm just going to jump right into it. <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, I was dating my then boyfriend for, I don't know, like a year or so. And he had just moved like 30 minutes from my house. So I had to have my mom drive me over there all the time because I was so in love, of course. Anyway, it was his birthday, so I got dropped off to spend the day there, and he lived, like, walking distance from this cute little diner, so we decided to walk over there and get some lunch. Uh-oh, I already know. Diner, something's, something's gonna happen. We ate and then walked home, and, like, halfway through the walk, my stomach started to hurt so bad, and I started to get all sweaty, you know, the feeling you get when you're about to take the worst shit of your life. I tried to play it cool, but as we got closer to his house, I started to realize there was no way I was gonna make it, and as we were, like... Only like five houses away, I shit my pants. <laughs> oh no, you're walking? You shit your pants while walking next to your boyfriend? <laughs> I've never shit my pants. God bless. Let's hope that doesn't happen anytime soon or ever. But like, I feel like you'd be able to note it. Like, he would notice, wouldn't he? Like, can you, is there a noise? Can he smell it? Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm sure the look on my face said it all. And honestly, I can't remember much of what happened after that because it was so embarrassing. Yeah, you probably repressed that shit. I, I definitely would. Um, 
I know I asked him to take a shower at his house and then had to change into his clothes. To this day, I don't know if he ever knew, but I'm sure he did. We never talked about it. Anyway, I've never told anyone this story before because I'm just too embarrassed. Ha ha ha. I love you. Thank you for making Wednesdays my favorite day of the week. Aw. Fuck, man. That boyfriend. <laughs> it's really funny how, like, discussing bodily fluids and functions are such a personality thing. Like, I would never, ever, ever, ever talking about, like, taking a shit or something ever until I met Catherine, like, in middle school. Like, she just would be, she'd take a poop with the door open and, like, talk to me through the whole time. And I'm like, um, what? Like, in my family, we'd never, never, never talk about that. Like, that's that's private stuff. And also, I feel like that's a Virgo thing, too. Like, very private with, like, puking or pooping or whatever. All of that is, like, very private which I think Sage and I are both Virgo risings. And so shitting is not discussed. Like we live together, obviously have for a long time. We're married, but like, we don't talk about it. We never talk about it. It's just spray a little spray, close the door, run some water. Like, you know, very hush hush. (laughs) But then I know other couples that are just like, Oh babe, I'm going to shit myself. Like I got to go shit right now. It's just so interesting how that's such a, just a personality thing, I guess. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, God, that's rough. I'm very sorry for that experience. That is like super fucking rough. That food must have been potent because that's, that's working fast. Whew, God. Okay. This one, this one made me laugh. It's, it sounds like a movie scene, honestly. Hey, Heen. One time I stayed the night at my brother's house. He had been there for three years, but had gotten a new roommate. The night I stayed there, he was supposed to be bringing me to the airport early. He had class and homework late, so he told me ahead of time I could have his room, and he would sleep on the couch when he got home. I got there and made myself comfy, got in his bed, put on Netflix, cozy AF. Then I hear his roommate and best friend get home from work. I stayed in bed. I was too cozy. Next thing I know, his friend opens up the bedroom door, no knock, and stops and looks at me from the doorway. I'm thinking, wow, he just walks in, no knock? That's so rude. I say, hey. He goes awkwardly, uh, are you staying here tonight? I say, yes. His friend awkwardly stands there silently with his chips and salsa in hand and then goes, okay, well, can I have my blanket then? (laughs) It immediately hits me. Is this your room? He awkwardly laughs again. Yes. I had been in my pajamas and I cozied into my brother's roommate's bed. When he moved in my brother, when he moved in, my brother switched bedrooms and never told me. I was mortified. We still laugh about it to this day. LMAO. That's so funny. That honestly though, that sounds like a movie scene and then you guys fall in love and then get married. So, I mean, I don't know the age difference or the situation, but it sounds like a movie scene, doesn't it? Like, "Oh no, I'm cuddled up in your bed." <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. I love I can just picture him like some like just a just a, a bro like just some dude just I'm I don't know if this is college age or whatever but college age bro with his chips and salsa just kind of like standing in the doorway deciding what the heck to do with this woman <laughs> laying in his bed he's like um okay can we have my blanket then <laughs> oh, that's funny <laughs> I'm so excited for this series again, but before I go off topic, let me tell you my embarrassing story. It was a really hot day, and me and my family were all on our way to my partner's house for a sleepover. We're all family friends. So time goes on, and in the middle of the night, all of a sudden, I had this really big and warm feeling of water just running down my leg. 
so that you guys are sleeping. Okay, yeah, in the middle of the night. Um, turns out it was her brother quite literally peeing all over me in his sleep. And what was worse was that it was so late and everyone was sleeping on the floor. So I couldn't even tell anyone or move to the bathroom, which was literally in the next freaking house. At this point, I was like frozen. And this boy decides to let out this massive fart as well right there and then, which wakes everyone up. And they're all just staring at me covered in pee, scared from my life. <sighs> We've broken up over quarantine, but are still best friends. And her family still talks about it. Oh, God. Anyway, I really enjoy your podcast, especially the funny type ones. It makes quarantine feel a little less lonely. You're so entertaining and inspiring. Keep doing what you love. Thank you. That's nice. Um, so do boys just like pee, like little boys just pee in their sleep, I guess? I mean, maybe he was really little. I don't know, but I'm just I'm trying to picture this and like imagine the sleeping scenario in which this guy, this little boy is just able to pee all over you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ew. Peeing is so weird. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Gosh, that's rough. Okay, next one. Hi, Rohini. My most embarrassing story takes place in the eighth grade. My mom, sister, and I went on a trip to New York City. This was my first time ever flying on a plane, so I didn't know fully what to expect. Before we boarded the plane, my mom told us to use the bathroom, but I did not have to go at the moment, and I was stubborn. First mistake, always pee before you get on the plane. I will run to the other side of the freaking terminal for a bathroom. Because you don't, oh yeah. Anyway, as soon as we boarded the plane, I started to feel like I had to pee. I'm usually very good at holding it, so I thought I could power through. I look around and see that there are about 10 planes in front of us on the runway. Oh God, my urge to pee is increasing. <laughs> we finally make it into the air, so I thought I'd be fine. I thought it would be fine for me to head to the bathroom. However, they announced turbulence, meaning I could not use the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> the pain got so bad that I began crying. Oh, oh my God. My mom ended up giving me my sister's jacket to sit on, and she told me to pee myself if I needed to. <laughs> this is such a mom, like, okay, it's okay, sweetie. Just pee yourself if you, if you need to. Here's your sister's jacket. It's okay. Just pee yourself. <laughs> Ah, so I sat there peeing myself and crying. <laughs> when turbulence was finally gone, I wrapped up a jacket around my waist, hoping to cover up the giant pee stain and watch the back of the plane to attempt to clean it up. I'm sure everyone on the plane could see. After that, I never miss an opportunity to pee. Thanks for making great episodes every week. Much love. Oh, no. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> God, that's so bad. That's, that's so bad. I... So, like, would it, uh, I just have so many questions. Like, would the pee, like, drip down, you know? Like, would it, if you were flying, like, would it just start dripping down the aisle? <laughs> oh, my God, that's so bad. I wonder, also, I'm wondering how old you are in this scenario. But that's so bad. There's literally nothing worse than having to pee so badly that you're in pain. Like, it is excruciating. It's excruciating. Oh, God, it's the worst. Also, every time, like, I feel like every time I go to pee on an airplane, the like there's no turbulence, the seatbelt signs off, and then I go, and then like while I'm in the bathroom, there starts to be bumps, and I'm like, is this it? Like I'm so scared of turbulence, I freak 
out. I freak out. Like I have a full, I pretty much have a panic attack actually when there's turbulence. Like I, you, I sometimes start crying. I start hyperventilating. I start sweating. I like grab things and I can't do anything. And I just close my eyes and I'm like, <laughs> like I hate turbulence so much. And every time, like I look over at Sage, he doesn't give one shit. He could not be less bothered. And everyone else around me is like just watching their movies, not even affected. And I'm freaking out. And I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand how you cannot, how you're not scared. Like, you're in the middle of the sky. If something goes wrong, you're done skis. Like, I get so scared. Oh, God. And I'm like, last time I was like, okay, deep breath, deep breath, like trying to meditate my way through it, but it wasn't working. <laughs> it's so scary. So anyway, that's a, that's such a, whoa, that sounds like painful on so many levels. Whew. Okay, next one. Hi, Heaney. Hope you're doing well. I love the pod and I can't wait to hear this episode and cringe together. LOL. So I got a story that actually happened very recently. Here we go. I feel like I should preface this by saying that my boyfriend and I are 22 and still live at home with our parents, but we spend the night together almost every day and just alternate whose house we sleep at. That's so nice because I feel like some parents still, um, even if you're like adults, won't let you like sleep over. You know, I know quite a few people that parent their parents are like not under my roof unless you're married even though you're an adult so that's nice that you can do that um so on one very average friday night my boyfriend is at my house and after having dinner with my parents we go upstairs to my room to unwind and relax he goes in first this detail is important and i follow him and just kind of swing the bedroom door but i don't shut it completely i guess I'm not sure why, but I guess I just wasn't paying attention. So I go in and hop on the bed next to my boyfriend. And next thing I know, we're getting it on and start having sex. Oh yeah, that after dinner sex. <laughs> Keep in mind that because we still live at home, sometimes we have sex and other people are around, but we're usually good at being quiet when we do it, LOL. So remember that door that I didn't shut completely? I totally forgot about it while we were doing it because of the way my room is designed. You can't see the door from the bed. Fast forward to when we're done, I go to get dressed and realize that the door was half open the entire time. <gasps> well, I guess we weren't that quiet because my mom straight up told me after that she heard us having sex and I wanted to die. I literally started bawling because I was so embarrassed, lol. It still literally makes me cringe so much, but she was cool about it and said that similar things happened to her when she was young. I guess it could have been worse and she could have seen us or something, lol. Anyway, love you, Heaney. Hopes this makes you laugh a little. Uh, have a great day. <laughs> Oh gosh. That's just like, that's just a line, like a a parental line that you just don't want to cross. Like you really don't want to hear your parents having sex and you really don't want your parents to hear you having sex. It's just kind of like, just no, please no. But good thing she was cool about it. That's just so, oh gosh, I would be mortified. Absolutely mortified. Ah, I'd be so, I'd be so mortified. (laughs) <laughs> was your boyfriend embarrassed? Like, did you spend the night at his his house the next couple nights? I'd be so uh, cringy, cringy, cringe. Okay, next one. Hi, Heaney. I'm going to be so happy and also so mortified if you decide to read this one. Here goes. Here's my awful, gut-wrenchingly embarrassing story. The, this horrible occurrence began on a summer night about two years ago. Love this. Set in the scene. Oh, to set the scene, <laughs> I would stay at my boyfriend's house almost every night, but we hadn't yet moved in together. 
So one night I had to use the restroom where I went on the pot about to do my, wait, wait. Okay. I read that wrong. One night I had to use the restroom. There I went on the pot about to do my business. It was at this moment. I realized that this is not going to happen. I was fucking constipated <laughs> with the cowboy emoji. <laughs> oh God. That's funny. Uh, yes. Nothing worse than being full of shit. Literally. <laughs> Yes, I know. At this point, I should have gone back home and dealt with this issue. But for whatever reason, my brain told me to look in the medicine cabinet at his place. So I did and found a laxative, more specifically magnesium citrate, citrate. Just for reference, magnesium citrate is what they commonly give to people the day before a colonoscopy. I really wish I knew this at the time. Oh, God. God rest your soul. So like I said, it was nighttime. The bottle said it would take into effect 30 minutes to six hours later. I knew I had to stay awake, so I tried my hardest to make it. As the night went on, I just had to go to sleep. I could no longer stay awake. Then at about 3 a.m., I awakened to a rumble, a grumble, a horrible, horrible feeling in my stomach. <laughs> I love how you're writing this. I ran to the bathroom. How did I not shit myself? Question mark. What happened in that bathroom, words cannot even describe. <laughs> Probably the most embarrassing part of this story was a knock on the bathroom door and the, are you okay? <laughs> I got from my boyfriend. Fuck. It was so loud and I was so embarrassed. I don't think I'll ever live that one down. Flash forward to now. We're happily married and life is amazing. <laughs> Thank God. But if I can teach you one thing, please, please never take magnesium citrate, especially not at a boyfriend's house. Oh no, that's, oh God, what a sweetheart. He's like hearing you literally blowing up the bathroom, like a literally a war scene. And he's like, are you okay? That's so nice. Like, good thing. He's a keeper. Obviously you, you wiped him up. I mean, hubbied him up, whatever the alternative is. Oh God, that's rough. Also very brave that you took a laxative. I would never, I would never, no matter how constipated I was, I would never take a laxative at like a boyfriend's house or I don't know. I could never. I'm so scared of that. I will do pretty much anything to avoid having someone hear me take a shit. <laughs> oh, God. That's so rough. Good thing you guys, you guys are happily married. It was a happy end of the story. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay, this next one isn't really embarrassing, but it's just like kind of fucked up and I guess also kind of mortifying, traumatizing. Um, so here goes. Hi, I keep this story would be considered embarrassing or just plain traumatizing. Here goes. So in ninth grade, I'm a senior in college now. I had a boyfriend, one year older. His dad was an alcoholic and abusive, but I didn't know that right away. It was probably my third time hanging out at his house. Super big house. They were rich as fuck. And him and I were in the basement. I was so innocent then, and we were literally just hanging out on the couch in the basement watching a movie. Lights on, clothes on, literally not even cuddling. His dad comes downstairs, clearly drunk, and starts yelling at us. He said, both of you get upstairs right now in the scariest tone of voice. I was like, okay. We go upstairs, and I'm on the verge of crying because I don't know what I did. Once we get upstairs, I sit down in one of the kitchen chairs, and I hear my ex-boyfriend, his mom, not drunk, and his dad talking in the other room. I guess at that time, they were not ex-boyfriend. That was just her boyfriend at the time. Um... His mom, not drunk, and his dad talking in the other room. The dad literally says to him and his mom, I don't want this slut in my house. Tell her to leave. Oh my God, that's so terrible. I never want her here again. Like what? So I go to the bathroom and start bawling my eyes out and gagging too. Nice. <laughs> she did a winky face. Nice. I have to call my dad to pick me up because of fucking course I don't have my license yet. Oh God, that's, that's, those are the worst 
riskiest hangouts with boyfriends when you didn't have your license. Like if things go wrong, you're not feeling it. You can't really leave until your mom comes and gets you. So you're just stuck there. That sucks. It was the longest 15 minutes waiting for him to pick me up. He was so protective too. And I was so scared to tell him what happened. I did anyway in the car. Ever since that day, when I would hang with my ex, it would have to be when the dad was gone. Like, how fucking weird. And once I had to hide in the basement because one of the dad's friends came over unexpectedly, and his sister and my ex said, if this guy sees you, he's going to tell her dad that you're here and be pissed again. Again, I was so fucking innocent. So small, so modest with the clothes I wore over there, so respectful, and all that happened. And then, a year after, when we officially broke up, he asked me to bring back all the items he got me. Rings, money, sentimental shit. He gave you money. Wow. And my sister wanted to come with me to drop off his shit at his parents' house. And at the time, my ex was in Florida for some vacation thing with a friend. So his sister, who's two years older than my ex, in parentheses, bitch, (laughs) was the one who was home and opened the door. We dropped it off and the sister starts acting like a bitch because at that point, she didn't like me because of me and my ex's drama that led to the breakup. And my sister is standing up for me, obviously. And his sister says, you guys should probably leave. My dad has a gun and he'll shoot you both. What the fuck? Like, mind you, they aren't even like ghetto, just totally a dysfunctional, abusive family. So yeah, I don't know if that qualifies as embarrassing, but for me, it really was. But now I just look back and laugh, LMAO. Anyway, you inspire me. Always looking through your posts to see how I can be more like you. <laughs> um, this story is like, I guess not, it's not a laughing story. It's kind of a sad, like, shit. That's just super, super, super traumatizing and really... I feel bad for your, that guy, your ex-boyfriend. I wonder if he's like, hopefully he's gone to therapy and stuff and sounds like a very toxic household to be in. And actually not the same thing. Definitely not the same thing. Like not, nothing ever happened, but one of my first boyfriends, same kind of like super rich, really big house, really, really cold vibes in the house. Like super, super, just like icy cold. And yeah, a lot of times sitting on the couch watching a movie, just weird vibes. But yeah, I'm sorry, that really sucks. I guess it's maybe it's definitely for the best you guys broke up, but that's, I can't even imagine too, like you're so young, you're so innocent and this like scary man is yelling at you, calling you a slut. That's so fucked up. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, there are no more stories to read and I don't have any other embarrassing stories. I don't think. Mm, nope. So I guess I can just talk about whatever. <laughs> um, my mind is blank. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll just talk about what I've been doing today and that's really exciting. So I think you guys already know that I've been I enrolled in Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and then at the end of the year, I'll be a certified health coach, which is different from certified nutritionist. I've already said that, but someone commented on my YouTube video giving me sass about it. So yeah, not going to be a certified nutritionist. That's like a whole ass degree, um, which is very wonderful. I think that's a great thing to study, but um, yeah, I'm just going to be a certified health coach, and there's an emphasis on nutrition within the course. But I also signed up for an herbal uh, course called the Herbal Academy. They have a lot of different options if you guys are interested. It's pretty affordable. I think it was like 150 bucks maybe for the course. And it just teaches you, there's like a bunch of recipe booklets, a bunch of terminology, teaches you how to make tinctures and balms and teas and um, what different herbs mean. And it's just really, really cool. So 
I've been into it and I um, went to this bulk herbal store in Kirkland, if you guys are on here, called Urban Wellness. Um, and it was so fun. And I got like 12 bulk herbs and I was learning what they do. And then I made this tea last night. I had a bunch of things in it and it's just so fun. And then I made these labels um, and put filled up a bunch of mason jars. And I'm making like I cleared out a section in our cabinet for herbs. It's just so fun. And they all have so many cool properties. And it's such like an ancient, ancient thing. Like people have been using herbs and plants to heal and ah, for so long. It's just so fun. And I'm like really, really into it. And I got some seeds so I can grow my own herbs. Um, probably need to do that soon. I was thinking I'll put it in the window that's in the kitchen so I can just like grab the herbs. Um, yeah. And I'm also going to grow white sage, which is the sage that you use for like a cleansing stick. Um, like you light it and it, the smoke cleanses and purifies. Um, cause I have sage, white sage here too that I use and, um, I got it. It's ethically harvested white sage, but, um, there's like some controversy about where it's grown, how it's harvested and taking away from, um, native populations. So I'm just going to grow it myself. So then it's good. Um, way more sustainable and just a lot easier and better all around. So I'm really excited about that. And like when you grow something yourself, it's just so much more magical, so much more love into it. It's crazy. I actually heard about this one little, um, test that I want to try. You guys should try it too in my class. So, uh, this kind of chef nutritionist lady, um, in her lecture, she was talking about how every single time she'll, if she has friends over or family over, she'll cut up an orange and uh, one of the slices of orange, she'll like hold it and um, give it gratitude and like put a lot of an intention and love in this one slice. Like she'll hold the slice and be like, thank you, orange. Like, thank you, mother earth, blah, blah, put a lot of gratitude into it. And then the other slices, she won't. And then she'll say, which slice tastes the best? And every time people pick the one that she offered gratitude to. And I think that's so cool and I want to try it. Um, that was kind of a tangent, but I just think that's so cool. And like, yeah, the tomatoes we grew last year tasted so flipping good and the basil that we grew. And it's like, yeah, it's just the intention that you put into it and the love you put into it. And it tastes so good because, I mean, it's like your little baby. You just nurse the plants to health and then you get nutrients from them. So, so cool. I'm so into it. I'm so into it. And hopefully we're going to grow more stuff this year. Um, the garden went a little crazy because we were gone for a while and then didn't tend to it and it went nuts, but I still have a raspberry bush. I believe it's a raspberry blackberry. I think raspberry bush from last year that's still alive. So I need to trim that it's springtime. I can, I'm just so excited for summer. Uh, but that was so, that was an explosion. That was an herbal explosion. Oh, I also found this podcast, um, urban, urban witchery or something, because I was looking up to see if there was any podcasts that talk about the properties of herbs. I listened to an episode. Um, I kind of like it. I'm still going to look for like other herbal ones. So if you guys have any that you like, I'm not, it's kind of seems kind of niche, but um, I'm just really interested to learn the properties of each of the herbs. That herbal witchery one or urban witchery one was more like more like witchery stuff, like more for like spells and things, which I'm not I haven't dove that deep. I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not doing that yet. I'm more interested in the like healing properties 
um, and like hearing the history of how like we um, used to use herbs and how like medicine women use herbs and all that. So I don't know if you guys believe in past lives. I'm sure some of you do. Um, But I've been really intrigued and like I want to learn more about what mine are. Um, I would be really interested to go to a like a I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but someone who can do like a past life regression and like walk you through that. I think that'd be so, so cool. But, um, yeah, I've been like doing this meditation and I keep getting this hit and these like visions or I'm not in visions. I don't really know how to describe it <laughs> if you haven't experienced it, but it, it's just, yeah, it's kind of like a vision or, or I guess it seems like a daydream, but you're meditating. So, um, I don't really know how to describe it. Cause it's like in a different part of your, I don't know. <laughs> oh God. Someone's just like tuning into this episode to try to, to, to try and laugh and hear about like pee and like people shitting themselves. And now all of a sudden I'm like t- telling them about seeing my past lives in a meditation. Hey man, it's okay. We can have both. We can talk about shit and talk about past lives. I'm here to normalize both of those things. <laughs> but anyway, I keep getting this like hit that I was, I think the granddaughter of a tribe's medicine woman. And I can see like, I've been seeing like kind of what I looked like. So that's really freaking cool. And yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. And so it's basically like just reconnecting. My spirit guides are encouraging me to reconnect with, um, that like past part of me that can, that can heal people and like heal myself and put, plants and herbs and things together to help heal people and myself. So that's dope. I'm really into that. And the other night I made this tea and I didn't measure and I didn't really know like the exact properties of each thing. Like I knew some, cause I have, I think nine different or no, 12 different herbs now. Um, and I didn't really know the exact properties of each of them, but I just remembered a little bit and I just kind of mixed it all together, just grabbed whatever I was feeling, just intuitively put it all together. And it was so delicious and it had so many benefits. Like I put, um, I think the base was chamomile cause it was before bed chamomile, some rose petals just for like the color and cause they're yummy. Um, rose hips, it's for good immune boosting one. Um, what else? Peppermint also for flavor, raspberry leaf, which I don't remember exactly what that is. I know it's good for hormones. Um, I'm just learning. I'm just starting out. And then what else? I did one other thing just like mix a bunch of, oh, and calendula, which I don't remember what that's for either, but I know it's good. I just mix a bunch of stuff together in different proportions and it tasted so yummy. And like I, uh, that was last night. And then I brewed it for like a long time to let, let it soak in. And then I put it in a jar overnight and I had some today in the morning and it's so delicious. It's so fun. Um, and yeah, the herbal Academy course has a bunch of different recipes. Like there's one for menopause can help women with menopause. And there's a tea that helps with heavy bleeding on your period. And there's one that helps with headaches and it's just so, 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 so cool. Um, and basically, so I've talked about, if you guys watch my YouTube channel, I've talked about, um, wooden spoon herbs before. Um, and I love their tinctures. I really, really like them. And also Lexus smart flower remedies. Although I will say, I think I prefer wooden spoon herbs just because there's this one rose colored glass, rose colored glasses, I think 
um, that I take like a bunch of times throughout the day. Just took it before I did the podcast and it's so delicious and it just helps ease anxiety, um, helps get you more like heart centered and just kind of helps you be in a better, better mindset, better mood. And it's always, it's very, very, very subtle. And that's the thing because people are like, oh, I don't notice the difference. I don't notice the difference. I don't notice anything. And yeah, you might not, but it's like super, super subtle. And you also have to take the tinctures like a lot of times for it to like kind of get in your, your body and your aura, all that good shit. So anyway, I basically, I'm going to be able to learn to make those same tinctures that Wooden Spoon Herbs makes. Not the exact recipe because I don't know her recipe, but similar, like I can take the same ingredients and try to make my own version, which I'm really excited about. So if anyone has any knowledge on making tinctures and things, let me know. I'm really into it. Just so cool. There's just so many cool things, you know, like I feel like I'm really returning back to my roots in some ways, literally back to the earth. But all these things that I grew up with, I thought were so weird and woo woo. And I pushed them away for so long. And now I'm just naturally finding my way back and finding my own interest in these things. And I just love it so much. Like it feels so good. It feels so just authentic and it feels like me and I'm just so interested in it. So eh, it's so cool. Um, I'm bummed though. Cause I just got this really beautiful lapis ring and it fell off sometime yesterday around the house. I don't know where it is. It fit perfectly when my fingers were like normal, but I guess my fingers got cold and it just fell off and I don't, I didn't hear it and I don't know where it is. So I'm pissed. I hope I find it. I hope it just turns up somewhere. Oh, okay. Well, um, I will sign off, I guess. Sage and I are going to, um, this cabin like an hour and a half away to, um, hang out with one of his friends slash clients and his wife and their baby who's a year and a half years old. And I'm so excited. I love babies. I haven't held a baby in so long. I can't wait back. I'm so excited. So we're going to head off there and yeah, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Hope this episode brought you some laughs. And, uh, of course I ended it on a little bit of a woo woo note, but Hey, I don't, care. I don't even think it's woo woo. Nothing's too woo woo for me, man. (laughs) But yeah, hope you guys are having a great day. Send this episode to anyone who needs good laugh and, um, let me know if you want me to do another embarrassing story episode and you guys better bring it. Like the first embarrassing story episode was so bad. Like I was physically cringing. It was so uncomfortable. And these ones, there were some good ones in this one too, but I feel like there's some more more embarrassing stories out there. So, (laughs) um, okay. Love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to leave, um, the podcast a rating on Apple podcasts. If you like it, drown out those haters, tell them they don't know shit and, um, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel. So love you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.